0: shock and disbelief <laughs> shock and disbelief pretty much sums it up right i guess so as tad boyle yesterday on the conference call uh tad anything else else to add to that
1: should we play the whole thing i think we should play it, the whole it, thing it was pretty funny that conference call that we had yesterday <laughs> The
0: moment of of the conference call, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> i was dying uh shock
1: and disbelief This is my favorite part.
0: Can you hear me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we can hear you.
2: We can hear you.
0: Okay, shock and disbelief.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then here's Dave Platty.
0: Can you hear me? You said shock and
2: disbelief. We all heard, but were you expanding on it? No, No. I wasn't expanding
0: on it. (laughs) No, I I wasn't expanding on it. My reaction was shock and disbelief. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there it is. There it is. We're all shocked. Okay, we're all disbelief. We're, we're all shocked and in
1: disbelief. <laughs> so he's he's shocked and he's in disbelief that they canceled the basketball season already, or they put they said that that we're not going to play any games before January 2020. And right. he said, why why'd you have 21. to do it now 20. or before 2021? Yeah. He said, why'd you have to do it now? We've got plenty of time if it was September and October. Maybe November, then he would understand. But he said right now to cancel it, it's shocking. He can't believe it.
2: Yeah, I guess he really wanted to play Kansas over Winter Break <laughs> at home. <laughs> at home, yeah. Well, that's his alma mater, right? It, it is. is. yeah. It is, yeah. That,
0: and to him, it means a little more to him.
2: If it gets moved back, if they do end up playing non conference basketball, then it might be an advantage that it's in January because the students will be back. But Are oh, the students knows? really who an who
0: advantage
1: knows? here at CU? Well,.
2: Well, see. we'll see. I mean, it's not even likely that Depends they're going to the let people the week
0: from my experience covering the games. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean,
2: Kansas five years, well, that was longer than five years ago. Six years ago was, um, it, I, it, I the students gave them a big advantage. That place was packed. Yes. Like it's never been before. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it can, but to add, I don't understand. I mean, they're, it's not like their non-conference schedule was great. They had to go to Fort Myers, um, and then they had to go to Vegas to play TCU. They were going to play Pepperdine in Boulder. They were going to play Kansas in Boulder. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. They're not playing conference basketball. Non conference. Interesting Non-conference to see
0: baseball. like how some of these coaches are reacting to this, right? Because I, I can't remember who the coach was, but I saw on Twitter uh, Sarah Spain liked uh, she, her her quote tweet was. W, the actual TF, or something like that, or W, you know, whatever the the acronym is. You know what I'm trying to say.
2: W, T, the actual F.
0: Yeah, W, T, the actual F, yeah. And so uh, it was a college football coach. Wait,
2: no, W, the actual F would be right. Because you don't uh, need the T if you're saying the actual.
0: Yeah, well, what the actual blank, you (laughs) know. Um, Are
1: we we, we, uh, censoring the F word just like we're censoring Ws?
0: I don't know. or Is this on HBO yet? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. Uh, but anyway, this coach said, like, well, my my mom died in X year, and my dad died in this year. And this oh, was yeah, the UMass. It was the UMass guy? Yeah,
1: though. UMass coach Walt Bell.
0: Okay. He said,
1: you know, my dad passed away in 2008. My biological mom OD'd in 2012. And to be honest with you, this is probably a tougher day than both of those. There's
0: my clown of the week. <laughs> right yeah, yeah, that one was right there. there. Uh, and, and Sarah
1: Spain said, WT the actual F. Okay,
0: clarification, thank you.
1: WT a- actual F. <laughs> your parents die, and postponing football is worse that? I
0: think the you that? underlying message here is, these guys take this really, really seriously. This is their life. And so uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you want to take your job seriously. I think to that extreme... Uh, there's something wrong with that. Well
1: just to be clear, uh, we're not saying that Tad Boyle takes it takes football that or basketball like that seriously. Like that seriously. Yeah, to that extent where maybe the death of his parents would be better than losing um a little bit of a season. But uh, Tad Tad was pretty irate yesterday. I tweeted this out yesterday. That's about as, as um He was heated. Yeah. It's it's kind of like losing a non-conference home game. That's what it seemed like to me. That's how angry he seemed. While getting out rebounded. Yes. While getting out rebounded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and turning the ball over.
0: The conference made a big turnover today. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of turnovers. Not making good look, decisions. Look. <laughs> That's why we lost, all right?
1: Look, Pat, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, <laughs> but this is this was his argument for keeping the guys and having them play the beginning of non-conference, which I think is a, is a pretty reasonable argument. With every Pac-12 uh, school
2: basically doing online learning after uh, the the week of Thanksgiving,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: there's about a four to six week uh, period of time in the calendar where The college campuses in the Pac-12 are going to be the safest place that our student-athletes can be in terms of basketball, because everybody else goes home. We're we're all by ourselves. Um, Our our players have been on our campus this summer. Again, 11 of our 13 scholarship players have been here since June the 7th. We've had zero issues from June the 7th to today, and we've been tested multiple times, coaches and staff.
1: Good. What do you think?
0: I like the guys. Like good. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's my music. father. Actually, who <laughs> was listening to.
2: Uh, he, he was listening to Tad, and he was happy to hear that nobody's been positive. But oh, good. Was uh, it? Was I, it, was it a little sarcastic I, I know, there from Mister Hal? I, I I think that was real. <laughs> I honestly don't even know. Um, but it it is an interesting argument. Um, one because you're going to be traveling a lot through that time. A lot of other people are going to be traveling a lot through that time. So it's not like they're just going to be in boulder which i think is kind of the argument against that but um in terms of being on campus and they are going to be on campus they're clearly going to be safe while there's no students there but i i don't know about being able to play basketball games they're going to be there anyway i just don't know if like traveling during that period of time is the smartest you
0: made a good point about not really being able to replicate what the nba is doing it, yes. it may be the same sport but it's different circumstances and you have to treat these uh athletes that are also enrolled student athletes yes no (laughs) these these athletes that also are getting an education you know uh it's different because they're not getting paid you know and yeah you can't just be like hey you're going to disney world and you can't leave (laughs) like no that's
1: you guys, if if you had a chance, just look at Adam's face when he did that laugh. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, cut <laughs> I, that. I was a little bit freaked out, to <laughs> yeah. be honest. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese laugh.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my but, sarcastic evil laugh there. Yeah,
1: know. but to your point, um, John Wilner, um, who I guess we'll continue to quote as many times as we can on this podcast, because he knows what he's talking about when it comes to this Pac-12 stuff. And he said, um, he tweeted something where he said, the Pac-12 surprised the college basketball world when it canceled games for November and December, but it has been quietly crafting a strategy for playing in the COVID world, and it's pretty damn smart. That's what Wilner said.
0: So there's hope. There's a chance.
1: Well, he thinks it's pretty damn smart, and uh, Chase loves uh, John Wilner's opinions. Mm-hmm. I so, wonder why. I wonder why he thinks it's so smart. So, <laughs> so they they actually have this idea that. Um, The Pac-12 kind of already plays in a bubble because the way the schedule is set up for basketball, for volleyball, for basically every sport except for football, is that they're going to a state and you play both of the regional rivals Mm -hmm. the same weekend and then you come back. So if Colorado is playing Washington, they're also two days later going to play Washington State and then they'll come back. And it's the same when Washington comes to Colorado, they're going to go play Utah and then they'll come back. That's a good point so he said that the the plan for the pac-12 so far is that if there was a colorado team that was going to washington to play why don't they just stay at washington and then washington state comes down and all four teams so colorado utah washington washington state all play in one building and then the students or the the athletes come back and he said with men's and women's basketball happening at the same time Usually, you have the Washington women's team come here while the men's team is going to Washington. Well, they'd have both teams, the men and the women, travel at the same time and go play them, and um, and and keep everybody basically in a, in a bubble and have them travel together
0: in the team bus.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on an airplane. What do you? What do you well, got? Well, probably an airplane. Airpl- they they usually charter when they're playing in okay. conference okay. anyway, long so long it's not like no you're not
2: to go through the airport. Yeah, right? okay. you can okay. avoid that. They Just go they, straight to
1: yeah. So for non conference, they generally fly commercial, which is United Airlines, and then for conference play, they usually charter a jet. Okay. Okay. For men and women, hmm. and so what do you guys think? You think that's that's
0: workable. It's that's something that's like feasible. It's worth being discussed.
1: Well, th- can
0: we discuss it? Let's discuss it. Yeah, I mean, I I root for it. You know how sad no basketball makes me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can't even imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think that where I agreed with Tad yesterday, and you know, to tie it in here, is yeah, it seemed a little premature because basketball doesn't start till like Thanksgiving.
1: Well, John Wilner says it's well thought out.
0: Well, it's all can part you guys of hear point. me? It's all part <laughs> of the point. Can you expand on that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if you can keep the guys all safe. Like, one of the reasons I think the NBA is working so well is because they're all in that one environment. Because these are a lot of different players <laughs> you know yeah i think it's easier to do it with basketball than it would be football because like maybe you got like 200 do- 200 people in in a given exactly just athletes and coaches and training staff but basketball what you have you know maybe 40 guys you know coaching staff the trainers players yeah i don't you know? think i don't think it's they travel
1: closer, with 40, to yeah. Like 25 yeah i think it's they 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 rent out a pretty small jet when they when they charter these flights.
0: Okay, then, yeah. I mean, if you got... Because
2: uh... not even all of the walk-ons will go and travel. Usually one or two of the walk-ons will stay home. Yeah. And like one of the walk-ons will go. And so the injured have...
1: players won't travel usually either.
2: Right, or like redshirt sometimes, yeah. Keyshawn, Bartholomew. Um, it just depends red-shirt on, on how Redshirt many... players generally don't, yeah. Yeah, it just depends on how many they can bring, but... It's usually a couple of managers. It probably stays right around twenty five, which is not. That's that
1: why long. George King was able to fly home during that uh, tournament uh, a few years ago. Do you remember that?
2: N- no, in our freshman year, twenty sixteen. I think or it was. It that. was
1: when George King was red Oh, okay.
2: And okay. yeah, there was a tournament, um, and he was trying to
1: fly home. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he took the team bus to the airport, <laughs> 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 which which is which was a no no. But Tad self reported. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, like you said about the football versus basketball, you saw the story that came out. You know, basketball is doing great. The guys, aside from one person who went to a strip club to go get some uh, some wings. Chicken wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was uh, the
0: thighs or the breasts. If you me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: Well, the Seahawks cut one of their cornerbacks. Uh, it was. Yeah. I I, I wanted to say that one for Clown College. No? Oh well, sorry. I spoiled <laughs> it. I mean, <laughs> we, we already have, We've already spoiled one of our Clown College nominees. Are <laughs> so you gonna spoil the other one? You try. Well, okay, fine. We'll we'll wait. Stay tuned till the end uh, to listen to our buffs. Uh, <laughs> our uh, buffs, country Clown College. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can barely contain ourselves. Already talking about him. Yeah. Already. Two well, there out.
1: there have been quite a few clowns now that sports are back, and yeah. I'm so excited to see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I hope that they can pull it off. I think it's way more realistic than football. Uh, at the end of the day, I think the rule here is just accept that at some point everyone is cutting their losses. That could be the loss of a season, and there's no point. Kicking and screaming as you're dragged down the hallway that is life. Right
1: well, now. unless <laughs> unless your parents passed away, then you can kick and scream all that you want
0: about the football season.
1: Mm-hmm. Y- yeah,
0: yeah, no tears for the parents. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But um, J-, J R Payne actually, who was also on. So we had J R Payne, Danny Sanchez, um, Jesse Mahoney, just say, right? riveting guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I mean, I love listening to Jesse Mahoney. He he could light up a room with um, the way he talks. That's sarcastic. I absolutely cannot stand listening to it. <laughs> but they, they You all... asked him a question though. I did, I did. Um I didn't want to give him a question, but I did ask him one. So I asked him, you know, Tad was complaining about this, where he's like, basketball is not football. The NCAA has different rules for basketball. Say it has Tad
0: voice, please. Look. <laughs> there it is.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Look. Basketball it, it it's not football. It's not golf. You know, you have different sports, so you have different rules. So he said that. And he was talking about how, you know, you've got to think of each sport on an individual basis. So I asked Jesse Mahoney that. I said, you know, look, you're not playing a, a sport where your players are face-to-face with anyone. I mean, there's a net in between. The, the The players are on different sides of the courts. If they don't shake hands, you know, big deal. Why Why are you okay with not playing? And he said, oh, well, you know, um... I think we, the coaches, are uh, more worried about, you know... Uh, Off-the-court travel Off-the-court, yeah, where you have uh, community spread. Uh, yeah. yeah, and
0: that's where I think we should be more concerned. Community spread. I mean, look... These guys are going to go out and party. They're college kids. Yeah, but if if your
1: players are going out and... Par- you, you're testing your players. You've got to trust that they're going to stay home. If they're following all the rules, but like the not. coaches say... I mean, they're not, but if, I mean, they're assuming, I guess, that the players are not going to follow the rules, and that's why they canceled the season is what I'm reading. Because if Colorado is playing a school in L.A., and they go to L.A., you would think that everyone would be, you know, masked up. They would be chartering flights because it's in conference play, and then they would be taking their bus to the arena where they're having contact with no one else except for their own team and then they play their game they're on different sides of the court and then they come back home so basically the assumption that i'm getting from these coaches and the decisions that they've made is that the players are not going to follow the rules and they'll spread it around the team and then we won't be able to play
2: well yeah and it's not the full team it's can just be one player that can right. give it to your entire team. So yeah. even if ninety nine percent of them are doing the right thing, there's always that one. So then, if
1: ninety nine percent of them are doing the right thing, then why are they still having practices? Because they're still allowed to have their twenty hours a week.
2: I I don't know. I don't know why you're asking me that. I wrote a call <laughs> saying, "What are we doing?" <laughs> I can't answer that one. I...
0: You know that. I mean, I'll I'll ask you too, Adam. I don't think anyone knows what to do. And that's the big theme here is we're we're all just trying to figure it out, you know. And these athletic directors, these leaders of the Pac-12, there's a huge difference between, you know, scheduling games and handling finances and, you know, doing promotions or whatever, and... epidemiology. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so uh, their job is to be concerned about the budget and be concerned about uh, the product that's on the field or on the court. And so they are completely out of their element here. And that's where there's, like we've said in weeks past, it feels like I'm a broken record. At some point every week, I say there needs to be like actual leadership here. You know, like someone needs to step in and say, here's what the move is. And so the PAC-12, at least was able to say, here's what the move is. Uh, and it's easy to look at that and say that, okay, I don't know how much uh, those logistics work here. And I think that's kind of the discussion we're having.
1: Well, so the thing that came out and the, what all the coaches have talked about, what um, the Larry Scott, everybody in the Pac-12, and the league office have talked about, or the conference office is that they've been listening to their team of doctors, and they think that their team of doctors is better than any other conference. Which I, I'd agree with. I mean, they've they've all got their qualifications, and they they no, gave you take them. C- huh?
2: Cal, Stanford. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, UCLA. yeah, yeah, Seriously, for real, yeah.
1: for real. Some good doctors. Yeah, yeah. yeah See, maybe and, Washington. And you take these doctors, and they give you. Um, this evidence that says, okay, maybe we should postpone. And the CEO group, the, the athletic directors all look at that and say, okay, maybe the fall is not a great idea. Let's go to spring. And the evidence that I saw was that there's not enough testing, which we've been yelling and screaming about for, for weeks now, for months now. And then the other thing that they're and, worried about is the myocarditis, which right. is that heart issue that comes from having a virus. And we saw a player on the Red Sox who had that. Mm-hmm. But then and if you're 15 big 10 players, with yeah, the, who are having the hard CBS issues probably. reported, yeah. So then, like, you're seeing all that evidence, and I still don't understand why it's okay for them to practice. If it's not okay for them to play games, it's, it shouldn't be okay for them to be together and practice.
0: Well, it's better to play games, you know, like, let's say you have a practice and there's 15 people there, that's better than a game with 30, right? I mean, I guess
2: they—they they just think that they can control it a little bit yeah. more, right?
0: But yeah. like with football, I—I
1: I completely understand because, number one, they're not having full practices around the Pac-12 with all their players. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you play the course. games, when you play the games, I mean, you're face to face. Your helmet's not going to do anything. You're—you're mm-hmm. you're right on top of the other guy. You're playing with. Come on, you haven't seen the face face. full visor <laughs> mask shield that yeah. <laughs> that yeah. these guys are going to okay.
2: suffocate yeah.
0: in. Uh,
1: Iron Man suits. <laughs> Pretty much, and with basketball, you know, you're face to face, and your 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 player up. Some
0: people like to lick the ball, yeah, or you know, slapping we, your hand
1: on the floor, you yeah, know, yeah, to show yeah. how powerful you right, are, right?
0: Like a, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, slapping the floor like Donkey Kong, <laughs> and then know, get right result. up in their face. You know, yeah. there you Bark could have some aerosol transmission, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so that I I I understand, you know, for basketball, for for football, maybe you don't want to play the games but with golf with tennis with um with with volleyball i mean i i think you can play mm. well and that's kind of
2: how or don't practice i mean you're basically making the argument for chassis right now that's that's what high schools doing here in the state of colorado they're playing golf and cross country and tennis this fall uh, a few sports but they're not playing yeah. no more contact sports like football and all of that um i i guess it's just if you're going to cancel one you might as well get them all Mm. um but like a sport like golf where they've had success already on the pga tour doing it for the last couple months um and they've had success doing these other summer events these other summer tournaments where they can control it um because you're already physically distanced it does make more sense but i don't know i kind of just think if you're going to cancel one sport if you're going to cancel football you might as well do it do it well now. i
1: think i think there's a financial reason to cancel the other fall sports
2: right right it just costs them money that's a good point
1: because yeah. otherwise you'll have no money to support the rest of the Oof. sports that are going on and that that to me is the only only way i can rationalize this
2: yeah it all it does at this point is cost money especially we're yeah. not making any money off these other sports so yeah, and then I they I don't know why they're still practicing or why they're still working out.
0: I mean, until someone tells them they can't, they need to to maintain a athletic advantage, right? You know what I mean? And, Everybody and else is exactly that's where there needs to be, yeah. You know, uh, these are hyper competitive personalities. Any college coach, uh, and you look at all the scandals and the stuff we don't even know about. Big programs cheat. Yes, it's that's clear. You know, there's $100 handshakes. The world of college athletics is a dark and scary place at times. These guys are ruthless. And if you don't put down some sort of uh, guideline or boundary, then they are going to push the line as far as it will be allowed to be pushed. And, and, and that's what we're going to constantly see until there's some sort of line in the sand did, did
2: you see what happened with uh harbaugh and ryan day in in like a big 10 coaches meeting last week harbaugh called day out for having coaches on the field coaching the guys breaking the rules obviously big 10 hadn't start their fall camp yet <laughs> and day thought it was complete bs and he like told his <laughs> own team in a meeting that they better set a mercy rule because he's gonna hang 100 on them <laughs> <laughs> But it's clearly like a like a program like Ohio State. They're going to push the boundary as far yeah. as they can. And I, I mean, I believe Harbaugh, but I also don't think it's that big of a deal <laughs> that Ohio State was out there practicing.
0: Talking to my reporter friend down in Alabama today, I said, "When is the SEC going to shut down?" She said, "It's not." Mm-hmm. She said, "They will be the absolute last," mm-hmm. and that you know other schools, especially in the South, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a spade a spade here. All right, like. Jerry Jones just said that they are going to play with fans. I think forty thousand or something, right? I they mean, can have forty thousand. Stadium in is a yeah. big place. Yeah. It looks like the Death Star. Jerry's world. Yeah.
1: I, I like that it's indoors, so we can keep that air circulating. Yeah. Make perfect. sure because outdoors, they say indoors the virus can travel up to sixteen feet. That came out yesterday. But outdoors, the virus, you know, it gets dissipated in the air. Mm. So that's why they're saying outdoors is way safer. So let's keep the dome on there, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's see how many cowboy fans you can get in there. Yeah.
2: The South have hasn't had much of a problem with the coronavirus, right? They're doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Texas, play, yeah. Let's play yeah. football.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, totally, yeah. totally. Alabama, cool. Whatever, cool. Yeah. It's I like, like United First y- Texas
1: maybe. <laughs> United <laughs> Airlines on my Twitter feed <laughs> yesterday popped up how many Flights are opening up to Florida right now. I'm like, really? Read the room. Come on, guys. <laughs> Jeez. You don't want to go to Florida right now? <laughs> I heard the weather's great in August. Tickets are $6 right now. <laughs> all, Flor- all the Floridians no, wow. and Texans are trying to come up here. I, th- I, I think we should make a See Buffs country in Florida weekend. <laughs> okay. We should just go. $6 tickets. Who's, who's arguing with that? Yeah. Go to the beach. I
0: 72 bucks or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for all of us. Then you swing that. Yeah. That's less than this room. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to check the budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Buffs go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 98. I'm losing track. Can you, right? you hear me? <laughs> 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 Every awkward s- silence we have on this podcast. Yeah, save that for a Fill it with some tad.
1: <laughs> we'll see, man. Oh, can can I play my favorite part of the whole call though? So Tad takes like three questions, and then this is what we hear.
0: He said shocking disbelief. We all heard.
1: But... Oh wait, not that part. Sorry,
0: but I do love that part. That's I do. my favorite part.
2: Okay. Yep. I got. I got a hop, guys. Thanks. Sorry about that. I got
1: a Pac-12 head coach So. Yeah. Yeah, he took three questions. He's like, "I gotta hop, guys." Didn't give
0: an answer. Like, all right, guys, <laughs> see you later. Gotta go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ted is usually the nicest guy to the media. Like, he will, he will go to practice. He will. Um, Scream at his players, you know, if he's upset with them. Not always. I love seeing him get mad at the sidelines. It just gets me hyped. He's all red in the face. He comes off, he'll be like, hey, how are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming out. (laughs) You know, he is the nicest guy. Just yesterday, I've never seen him like that, and it was so funny to me. I mean, I wasn't offended.
2: There's probably, like, over fifty media people oh, yeah. on that call. There too. were some national media members <laughs> national, too. Yeah. Uh, the Denver TV guys that never sh- have yeah. never shown up at a CU basketball game before. <laughs> they probably were like, "They're like, whoa,
0: this tad guy. He does <laughs> not know how to treat the media." Huh? When there's no sports, you got to co- cover Zoom Zoom calls about not having sports. So mm, they're yeah. really <laughs> was that for content. <laughs>
1: You you put it on your Instagram story yesterday. You were like, I'm supposed to be covering sports, now I'm covering I Zoom. I put it on my mm-hmm. secret Instagram, yeah. so no one knows oh. that
0: I'm actually dead inside from this.
1: Are you, uh, are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't
0: think Chase follows me on the secret uh,
2: I don't know about the secret Instagram. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. a
0: secret Instagram where I share my sadness about not having sports.
2: Should we have like a eulogy a or something?
0: I'm a I'm 40! Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Should we eulogize? We like, Rest in peace, 2020 football season. Yeah, oh, man.
0: Chase, do you want to say some words? <laughs> Please.
2: Dear 2020 football season, you were going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure another.
1: Were you? Were you? We don't have a quarterback, <laughs> we don't have a, a secondary. Uh, uh, a
2: new head coach. Um, yeah. It was probably going to be another losing season.
1: LaVisca's gone. <laughs> Was it going to be a good season? Uh, dear 2020 football season. Antonio Alfano is... Uh,
0: he's Albaco. He was Algano. <laughs> no, he's Albaco.
1: He's, he's doing great in academics, though, I guess.
2: Killing it. Student yeah. of the week.
0: Was he? Yeah. That,
2: that's how we found out. That's how we know he's back. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Student he's of the week. He's in classes. Yeah, one of those senior high school. It was great. Iron
2: sharpens iron. So the report back in May was, and we did a, pretty much a full podcast on this, half a podcast. It was late May, I believe, maybe right at the start of June. Um, the report was that he was no longer enrolled at the university, which meant that he was no longer with the football team. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of August, we get this surprise. Students of the week, and it's Antonio Alfano. Um, and so clearly he's back enrolled in classes, been taking classes this summer, um, clearly doing pretty well. And then I uh, reached out to the SID for a statement they said he's working his way back to reinstatement with the football. Oh good awesome. for him.
0: Yeah. I, you know what comes back to chalkboard material? You know, he listens to the show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he, he heard us and it <laughs> motivated him. Yep. Yeah. It's like, geez, I better get my. We got stuff a whiteboard
1: right here. Shall we write it? Alfano, come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Alfano,
2: come he back. He needs to thank us. It's it, it was yeah. because of us that yeah. he's back, right?
0: Yeah, you're welcome, everyone. Sorry we couldn't save the football season yet. Uh, we're working on finding a cure. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But no, that's honestly great whenever we do have a football season. because uh, this guy was the number one DN in the nation. You know, that's obviously going to go a long way.
2: Number one player in the nation on one 24-7 player. sports. Shoot. Well. Regardless of position.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad. But Good hey,
2: for him. But hey, doesn't have much excitement about Antonio <laughs> Look, back.
1: Uh, we've seen it before, haven't it, we? It's
2: going to be hey, – Yeah. it gives us something to talk about. He was yeah. going to
1: start working out with uh, Coach McChesney.
2: Yeah. He didn't show up. Maybe a questionable report there. Yeah, yeah
0: I, okay. I'm kind of in uh, – Here's iron I doesn't sharpen it.
1: iron? Is that what you're saying? Well, we'll see. <laughs>
0: okay. Depends if you know if they're both iron, right? We'll see. Yeah. And so I I feel like I would compare this to my fantasy football draft, right? Where I'm looking <laughs> at my guys and I'm like, all right, all right, this guy's pretty good, but but it, th- when is Antonio Brown going to get suspended? When is Josh well, Gordon going to smoke a doobie? You know what I mean? <laughs> what is going to happen here? And yeah. so – I have tempered expectations. Okay. And so this is a guy, obviously, that's in fantasy football, but it's like I'm taking him in a later round.
2: Well, it kind of is. I mean, there's no
1: football because, season. Yeah, yeah. I yes, guess so. everything we're so talking he, about yeah. is fantasy at this point.
0: So <laughs> if, if,
1: if he works his way back on, I'm saying good for him. I mean, I'm rooting for him to turn his life around. I'm well, rooting good for, for him to get
0: back on track. To be like, all right, guess what, buddy? Buck stops here.
1: Yeah, you're the number one player in the country. I don't give a damn. Exactly. Yeah yeah he, going, he, ha- he hasn't treated rules. him
2: any differently yeah. since um since he's arrived and he's letting him work back to reinstatement letting him get into good standing with the football team and hopefully he's able to do that eligibility wise it's a little bit interesting I, i'm gonna have to look into that more but i believe it's one year from when you are enrolled at the school is how long you have to sit out okay. that has long been the ncaa rule okay without a waiver so technically he enrolled in january but then he pulled out of school yeah. according to brian howell so then it, does that mean it's going to be a year from the summer so i don't i don't know about that i think either way he could still get a waiver to yeah. be able to play um, but technically one year from january would mean that he could play if there's football in the spring or interesting like well there's Very a there's a plus side
1: yeah and you know we we heard them talk about um speaking of football we heard uh, rick george and carl durrell mention the idea of spring ball in the fall So we could see a spring football season with a spring game in the fall, and then they'll start the season in the spring, hopefully, which is another issue because if you read my story on uh, BuffsCountry.com, you would see that Darrell's worried about his linemen playing two football seasons in one calendar year.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, you can't play two full football seasons. Yeah, I don't think two 12-game football seasons. You might be able to shorten it. You think um, ten is then, is
1: is workable? And then it I,
2: depends on if you can push it back. Because that's fall what Rick for, is planning for for the second season. Like if you could push back the next fall season to maybe yeah. October or something, give them a little bit more recovery time.
1: Because that's when they early. all get the surgeries is right after the season's over, and then they're rehabbing and doing that sort of thing until the next season rolls around. So they won't have time to do a surgery and a full rehab if they need something done.
2: So you would need to be able to get it done by, like, middle of March. That would give them half of March, all of April, all of May, all of July, all, all of June, all of July. Yeah. So three and a half months, and then you might start camp start of August, but you can give them another month Everything so of jumbled, September 1st. And, you know? the, and
0: the thing Getting with the, the prospect yeah. of having two seasons and t- one calendar a year, it pushes back training camp. I mean, this isn't... Football season doesn't end when football season ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe the season is over, but right. college football is year-round. Year All these college sports are year-round. These I- athletes are g- preparing for the season when they're not in season, and when they're not preparing, they're recovering. And yeah, that's super important.
2: I'm not an expert on the human body, but does it help at all that they haven't played much football? There hasn't been
1: that much contact, and in, in well, like they've probably gotten a chance to heal up really nicely right now. Yeah, right. They're going to be but, fully healed yeah. by January. I don't it, know if that it, helps. It, 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 but it depends if they're. But then they're going to take a beating again. You know, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not. Um, the the other thing though is that they'll already be in football shape in the spring which is what Mel Tucker worked so hard to do when he was here, <laughs> the four right? The fourth quarter program.
0: I'll <laughs> we'll, we'll have to talk to my sister, the fitness expert. Yes. Maybe we can get her on for She's for big
1: on recovery, I think.
0: She's huge on yeah. recovery. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's super important.
1: Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention about the story that I wrote yesterday is um, Chase got really mad at me because I – I put student-athlete in the story. It's against
2: SI style guide rules.
1: The SI style guide has now come out and said that student-athlete is not a phrase we use because it would be like taking a side. Correct. It would be like endorsing the student part of the student-athlete when there are questions of whether they are actually students. The NCAA
2: came up with the word student-athletes to basically take, uh, take away from making the argument that they're employees because they want to make it clear that they're there to be students first and athletes second and it was created back in I the 50s think, yeah something yeah, yeah
0: somebody was, died on the field uh, i'm looking it up now continue i'll, I'll tell you exactly what happened yes
2: yeah, so the whole
0: phrase
1: the whole word is it a word or a phrase it's a phrase that's what I thought. So. it was coined in 1964 by Wal- walter okay. byers okay 1964, you were off by about 14 years Oh, well,
0: what are you going to do? Well, I said 50s Could have been off by four yeah, years Late, late 50s Yeah
1: So, since the 1930s The media's coverage of sports Has been a big revenue earner For school sports programs Has it? I didn't know that Well, I, I haven't seen any of it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it um, They said to counter attempts To require universities To pay workers compensation So if a player gets hurt Correct. Walter Byers was the first ever executive director of the NCAA.
2: And so I actually haven't been using the phrase student athlete for a couple of years now. Um, I actually took that stand maybe my junior year um, is when I started not using it. Uh, I And then every time I hear it, I always like cringe a little bit, especially <laughs> when it comes from like an athletic director someone higher up because I kind of know. Or like a
1: Carl Durrell.
2: Right. You kind of understand the meaning of the word and what they're doing when they use that word. There Uh, we
0: go, by the way, to add on. We crafted the term student-athlete Walter Byers himself wrote, and soon it was embedded in all NCAA rules and interpretations. The term came into play in the 1950s when the widow of Ray Dennison, who had died from a head injury, received while playing football in Colorado for Fort Lewis A&M Aggies uh, filed workers' compensation, so mm. we we're both right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to cut you off there. No,
2: I, I, I think I, I, think I made that pretty clear. But yeah, it's just something that will not be used on our site. Actually, hasn't been used on our, on our site. What What was aside your, from me? Your <laughs> story. <Not> just players. <laughs> your story. Uh, players and player. Haters. A couple weeks ago, and I texted you about it. it probably had student athlete in there like, like sixteen. Yeah. yeah, six or seven times, and I took them all out. I might have left one of them just to be nice, but now it will be nothing. Athlete, player, any of that is all good. But when you combine the two, you can talk about them as a student if you're talking about their school achievements. But <laughs> combining the two just uh, is a no-go around here.
0: I mean, it, it, it's... Shock and disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes sense. I think we're... we're at a... We're in a place where the definition's changing, you know, and I think we're getting closer and closer to, here's a hot take, get your oven mitts on uh, while handling this one. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) These guys are going to start to get paid. The reason why. Somebody's got to say it. Yeah. (laughs) The reason why I think that's going to happen is because we are officially bridging the gap right now in this moment in sports history where we realize that sometimes...
1: Adam, do you really want to point. go into this right now? Should we do this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Are Let's we doing this? I think podcast. we're doing it. Yeah.
1: Are, okay. Because, you know, I, you, you say that, you know, it's good, players get paid, whatever. But then what happens to the other sports that aren't generating any money? Mm,
0: they get paid less.
2: They're no longer free.
1: But that's illegal. That's Title Nine. You oh, can't do that. That's a really good for point. For a public there, university, yeah. for CU to pay uh, their football players but not to pay their uh, volleyball water players. Polo. Do they
0: have water polo? No.
1: Dang. To not pay their volleyball players is illegal. It is. They're not allowed to on. give them different benefits. So where where are we repealing Title Nine because that's been great for women's sports? Yeah, can't can't Has do it that. Been great for well, I guess you got to pay
0: them that, equally uh, then. That's another argument.
1: Uh, well, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Because <laughs> Seal
2: Berry All right. told Cacille me, Seal loves Title Nine, but she yeah. got lucky because she's one of the few in the early '90s women that became a head coach when Title Nine came into place. It, when Title Nine came into place and you had to start paying coaches actual salaries. A lot of these male athletic directors hired males to be head coaches, and that's why you don't see as many females as head coaches <laughs> or even females in athletic director or higher-up administrator positions. SEAL is the outlier in all of that, which I think is the argument well, you'd get against.
1: So Seal, SEAL's argument for Title IX is that it's giving more opportunities to female athletes. Not not about coaches, not about all that, but it's, it's about the female athletes. And she was one of the first... Athletes to be brought to a university on scholarship through Title IX. And she told me it's the single greatest piece of legislation for the empowerment of women that she's ever seen. So I will let you mansplain to Seal why you don't think. Yeah. Why you don't words. think that Title Nine is a good piece of legislation? But that, that's your opinion, and I think you've women. got to respect it. Yeah, I, I just think we don't have enough
2: women in power positions, and we don't have enough women head coaches. We don't have well, any. Well, that's women a, that's a different issue. All that's a that. different issue. But you can yeah. blame uh, Title Nine on a lot of that.
0: And Title Nine, how? 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 Because
2: before Title Nine, you had a lot of women head coaches because they didn't have to pay them.
1: So you would rather they work for free? No. Wait, are you telling
2: (laughs) me? No, but when Title Nine came into place and you had to start paying these coaches the same amount of money,
0: okay, the same they
2: ended up hiring a bunch of males.
0: Okay, but that's not
1: that's 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 a whole different thing though. Because if you have female coaches coaching female teams and they're not making any money, I don't see how that's any better from before Title Nine. Or how that's any better now. Right. So how how
2: has Title Nine changed that much then?
1: Title IX has changed the availability of, athlete, uh, of scholarships for women. And they all have to get the same. So if the men's team flies uh, um, a certain way, so if they're chartering yeah. flights, the women's team has to do the same thing. Women's team if, isn't
0: taking cabs to the games.
1: Exactly. If the men's team is getting, you know, these great meals from Pasta J's, sorry, no free ads, then the women's team has to get the same thing. If the men's team gets access to these facilities, well, the women have to as well. So it it has made a difference. Mm-hmm. It's just you're 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 finding this little issue that was an issue before Title IX well, that is now still an issue. It's
2: not a little issue when you have all of these administrations that have had like some serious sexual assault problems. You look at Nebraska yeah, but and that's all a, of that. That's a and whole ups, you, there's not enough women in higher positions right now. And you can blame Title IX for that. That's what I'm saying. How
1: how can you blame Title IX for that, though?
2: Because it brought in a bunch of males into women's sports.
1: No, but if you, you, like, the issue is, because if you have the (laughs) NFL, that's a private entity. They are not controlled by Title IX. You're seeing the same thing. Like, athletic directors have been male, and they've hired people who looked like them. It's the same issue with black coaches. It's the same issue with women. It's Mm -hmm. just a diversity issue. It has nothing to do with Title IX, in my opinion.
0: Well, I want to go back to something you said (laughs) uh, with the athletic directors, right? And, of course, I couldn't go a whole show without bringing up DePaul, but this is extremely relevant. So you have a female athletic director, and this is uh, some national news that came out a few months ago. uh, Which we have covered. Yeah, deep within (laughs) the the quarantine era, if you will. Uh, But basically, there was a Title IX complaint that was, for lack of a better term, swept under the rug by Jean Lenti Ponsetto at DePaul to cover her brother's ass. Right. was the softball coach. Are we was, censoring ass? I don't know. It could mean donkey. But <laughs> anyway, to cover her brother's backside, however you want to say it, uh, because the complaint was against him. And so nepotism is going to be real. Favorites are going to be real. And there's no way to skirt around Uh, people doing those kinds of things. So even in this case where you would think by having a female athletic director, that's going to be in power, uh, that hopefully she might be able to like look out for the female (laughs) athletes who were, and she used to play on that same softball team. I believe, I know she was at least a, a two sport athlete there, but she was a female athlete at DePaul. You would think in theory that someone with that background would have some empathy Uh, For the players she is supposed to protect, but she didn't, and she swept it under the rug to protect the program and to protect her brother, and I think people get really afraid of black eyes. There's just so much nuance to these tricky situations. Of what? A black eye. What, what did you think I said? Nuance? <laughs> I said Which which one?
1: Bl- I thought you said black guy.
0: Oh, no, no. There are <laughs> a lot of <laughs> black guys in the city of Chicago. There's a lot of white guys. There's a lot of Hispanic guys. Uh, DePaul prides themselves. And gals. And they pride themselves on their diversity, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the corruption that we have already alluded to in the NCAA where <laughs> people do things to protect themselves. Well, so
1: taking it back to your payment argument, I, I I don't see how the way that athletics is set up right now, how it'll work, where I don't these know college how college athletes work, but will the, be paid.
0: We're bridging the gap because of the likeness that we name been image dealing. likeness, I, name yeah, image, yeah. Image likeness, and now we're in a situation where we are, if we want sports, and players are unionizing, if we want sports. The athletes themselves are now taking the power into their hands. And it's, this shows that there are too many people invested in these games. It's not the 1950s. You know, these are nationally televised games. There is money to be made. And it's getting to a point where if they want football, they might have to start treating these guys like professional athletes because that's how the world treats them. Yeah. When when we are consuming the product that is college athletics, that's how we are treating them. It doesn't matter if it's Johnny Manziel or Johnny John Elway. You want to get in the end zone, you want your team to win, and you're hooked on the television set. And so you got to start realizing that that's where we are. The pandemic has put this right at the forefront and players are starting to be like, "No, I want to be safe. I want rights." And I don't want to be your guinea pig anymore. Uh, it's We talked about how the NBA is handling things differently because they can. Yeah. Because they are treated because, like professional yeah. athletes. And so it's time. I don't know how the change is going to come or what it's going to look like. But the change is coming because we're at a breaking point.
1: Well, just to put a quick button on this, and Chase is giving me a glare right now. Well, he looks not I would, happy. I was waiting. I was going to
2: give a quick response. Okay, go to ahead. That. Um, but because I, I think the key thing of what Vinay said is how college sports is set up now, and I think when you're talking about players getting paid, it's it's without the
1: NCAA. The NCAA will cease to exist when players start getting
0: paid. good. They're not good.
1: <laughs> well, public universities will have to cease to exist too, though, because. You know, public universities right. are bound by Title IX. It's the law. Right, right. Like it's, it's, not not just, it's not just something that the CEO group can vote on. It's not just something that, you know, but. Phil DiStefano can come out and say, you know, here's what we're going to do. This is that. Okay, it's changed. It's, it's the
2: law. Once you leave the NCAA and these Power Five, let's just say Power Five football, for example, goes and becomes its own private entity, you're you might be bound to the Colorado name. You can still have kids working then it, for the school but you wouldn't be part you would be your own entity
1: but it wouldn't it it would still be affiliated with the university
2: right but it, you wouldn't have to you, you would ha, you would have to be able to make it equal in other ways yeah where you wouldn't be as bound to scholarships and all of that stuff
1: well the athletic department will say and and everyone who's involved with college athletics will say that we're giving them a world class education which it's up to the athletes if they want to take advantage of it or not, and or I think whether you guys or not they
0: want to take Swahili.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. which you guys will I think agree with me on. The other thing at CU they um, they cover the cost of living for all of these athletes, mm-hmm. so they get a stipend for their apartment, which is not nothing in Boulder. I mean, it's 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 a pretty big deal, and then they also get their food and everything covered. So that's the argument they'll make. They'll say that we are giving the athletes like no one's starving. No one's struggling to get by when they're playing uh, uh, at CU.
2: The the stipend in over the summer, though, when they've sent all these guys back, is like seven to eight hundred dollars right now, uh-huh. which for a lot of these guys is just not not enough. Yeah. Uh, but once you get into the season, once you get into the school year, it goes up. Um, I think like five hundred more dollars.
1: We don't know the yeah <laughs> the just, exact just, numbers. Just yeah. to be yeah, yeah just
2: to provide some context too. Okay. How much these guys are getting paid right now?
0: Well, I mean honestly, I don't have much more to say about it because it's it is an extremely complicated it is issue right. and so I don't want to talk out of my backside you know about this. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Well, guys, we're about uh, at that <laughs> 50 minute mark, should we officially uh, hop on the charter to clown College? You said shock and
2: disbelief. We all heard, but we expanding on it. No, I wasn't expanding on. it. No, it was that they asked me what I what my reaction was: shock and disbelief.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so well, clowns, huh? Yeah, the the UMass coach. Come on, come on.
2: That one's too easy. <laughs> but
1: now you got one. Uh, kind of. I've got um. So I love her, Coach J.R. Payne, coach of the women's team. Um, she uh, had a questionable like of a tweet today mm. or last night. So um, our friend, Justin Guerrero, who works for another site here, um, no free ads, tweeted, Colorado has got to be feeling pretty, capital N, nice, knowing that with 13 commits, its class of 2021 is ranked 69th in the nation. Pretty Nice. And I'm scrolling through my Twitter. I see that. I'm like, haha, sports writers love the 69 joke. And then I see at the very top, J.R. Payne liked this tweet. I'm like, oh, okay, coach. JR Payne.
0: Sometimes I forget that people like can see 69 the 69 joke. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I like a lot of stupid things. <laughs> I remember one time my friend uh, screenshotted something I liked. It was like, are you serious, man? I'm like, why are you, why are you watching my Twitter? But here we are. <laughs>
1: that, such as Twitter. Yeah. Such as Twitter. That's why I will never log off of that app. It's my favorite thing in the world. I want to log off every single day. Yeah. I, really? I, I hate it. I'm gonna get a burner. Well, it's good. <laughs> I hate it. It's because uh, Chase goes out looking for fights. <laughs> I I do. There's a lot of people that that's uh, that's the, the Philadelphia that fan piss me it. off.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, we you if, already mentioned If that's mentioned not it, if but.
1: that's not clown enough, I've got another one. All right, go for it. Okay, this is oh, no, who's got thrown out. Who who's got who got? Tossed? I don't think it was the manager. It was someone down the bench. Well, usually it's the hitting coach if it's not the manager, and that would be Kevin Long or Pat Wrestler or pitching coach. You are brutal. That's what I heard. <laughs> is that what you heard? Yes. I I, I how heard. old are you? <laughs> 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 I heard I heard other stuff, but we can't we can't. That was repeat. Steven it's Strasburg like, uh, right there, who's getting ejected. Sitting in the stands of a baseball game when the Nationals are playing the Mets. This is just an hour ago. Impressive. Yeah. I am I'm proud to be a Nationals fan. He he wasn't even in the dugout.
0: How do you get thrown out if you're not in the game? Aren't you already out?
1: Well, he's like, leave the stadium. Go home. <laughs> you can't be here anymore, Steven. Get out of here. Yeah, it was fun. I like it. <laughs> it
0: reminds me of uh, the scene in Semi-Pro where Jackie Moon just walks over and punts that guy's nachos. Did you guys get that from the concession stand? You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen? No. Oh, go watch Semi-Pro. Great American film. <laughs> okay. Starring Will Ferrell. I don't okay. know if you're familiar with him.
1: Um, I've heard of him once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Jennifer Aniston, also in that movie. Okay. And, I, I, uh, the friends. guy from White Man Can't Jump. What's his name? I like his work quite a bit. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson plays like a burnt-out NBA player. And then Andre 3000, so like a sneaky good little cast there. Good okay. Oh, yeah.
2: uh, Are you talking about Semi-Pro? I wasn't yeah. even paying attention. You wasn't even paying attention. Vinay, Vinay hasn't seen Semi-Pro?
0: Shock and disbelief. Took the words out Vinay of my mouth. Vinay hasn't seen Semi-Pro? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
2: seen it, no. Get on that, man. Oh, that's unbelievable. Get on that. All right, What
0: a movie. <laughs> well, folks. Um,
2: I, I mean, we've already kind of teased it, but I'll go yeah, ahead and throw it my clown. Yeah, Uh I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Seattle Seahawks rookie Kema Siverand. So, Kema, K
1: E M A H. I'm gonna uh, go I mean, with I... Kema. Mark uh, Johnson told me if you mispronounce a name on the air, it's fireable.
2: All right, Mark Johnson, fire me.
1: Oof. <laughs>
2: Kema Severin, Severin. So I, all right, I give up. <laughs> he, he, he uh th- i mean i read this story this morning and we're gonna record later today i thought it was obvious Crown college <laughs> nominee he uh tried to sneak a lady into his room at training camp i don't mm. know if it's a hotel room or what and to do so she dressed up in seahawks gear we're not that at least those are the reports some people were saying jerseys I don't know about jerseys but she dressed in a Seahawks gear We're trying trying Russell to look Wilson like a player. Jersey.
0: They'll
1: think you're Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably like a hoodie or yeah. something and yeah, here's, yeah that's here's what it was. Here's yeah. a bag of Skittles yeah. and
0: some baggy clothes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah, I think people took that and ran with it, but it probably was just like a C- Seattle Seahawks hoodie walking into the hotel, snuck her in. Um, How tall w- was, we she? All know was she? What happened? Like? Sex happened. Oh yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's <laughs> a five foot four kicker. T- yeah, the punter, the punter's, the punters uh, walking into the field.
0: Why is he got such a big butt? Because he's really good at punting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> and the, the did you see what Stephen
1: A. said yesterday about uh, the NBA? Uh, yeah, about breaking the minutes. He great. said, "You got to have somebody." Somebody's gotta be able to come in. Somebody's gotta say it. What? Somebody. Somebody's <laughs> gotta say it. I'm not saying it's the family, it's the kids, but one person. Come on. And then obviously and then they this... did it. The <laughs> NBA
2: decided to bring it really? person. Yeah, they're allowing them to have one guess. Yeah. And nah, the Stephen
1: A. Smith Burner account, which I think is the funniest account on Twitter, tweeted this out yesterday.
2: I am a booty leg I'm a booty le- hitman to the
1: core. You don't And this X is the most important thing in a relationship until it's good.
0: <laughs> Did you say sex is the most important yeah. thing in a... Oh, All right. right, oh Stephen A.
1: Stephen A. Stephen A. was a little horny yesterday, <laughs> I think. He's the greatest, the well, love doctor and when Tad he used was to a have his hot. radio. And, <laughs> and then what was, what was your clown college nominee, the guy whose yeah, parents uh, died?
0: Uh, yeah, the UMass guy. Oh, nothing was... And what's the actual tweet? Pull pull it back up.
1: Let me pull it back up. Yeah, just, okay. Let me show you how to type here. Uh um
0: Oh oh I see that you're not using your nose. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Um yeah, I'm using uh multiple fingers. All right, Sarah Spain Twitter. So she she tweeted what the actual F, and this was the the coach who said that uh that his losing parents the died.
0: Football season is worse than losing his parents. Yes,
1: his biological mother overdosed. Priorities,
0: man. Priorities.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I. You know, I love my parents, so I don't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I um, love
0: sports. Love my family more. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Crazy, I, right? I,
1: I would. I would keep my family if there were no sports. Easy. Yeah. Easily. But let me find that Twitter. It's taken me a long time to find that tweet. Uh, She She tweets tweets a lot. Sarah Spain does. Um, Yeah, it's still going, still going, still going. This is great radio right here. Should we read our ad while we're
0: waiting for this? Yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, compliments lately on on my Buffalo shirt from 10th in Uni.
2: People like the Big Buffalo, huh? They
0: do like the Big Buffalo. That's what they call me now, thanks to the shirt. Ah, really? Do you want to be called the Big Buffalo? Tell them what they got to do, Chase.
2: They so got to go to 10th and uni.com that is spelled out 10th t e n t h E-N-T-H. t e n t h a n d mhm uni u n i . c o m mhm you're going to go you're going to order a shirt you might order a hat you might order your mom a shirt you might order your mom a hat uh you might order your great aunt's daughter something yeah. as well and why not and and when you do that you're going to check out and you're going to put in the promo code country. That is C. C O. Wait, no, just one C. Just, just for one the people C. that yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. C O U N T R Y country. And you're going to get 15% off of that order and you're going to have the happiest great aunt, daughter ever.
1: Yeah. Get them a free shirt. Come on. Or not a free shirt, but a 15% off shirt. And here's the quote from The Athletic. Uh, well the athletic tweeted it out but from umass coach walt bell he said you know my dad passed away in 2008 my mom od'd in 2012 and to be honest with you this is probably a tougher day than both of those now, i hate to make fun of it but it's just a bizarre quote
2: head coach, no. it has to have something to, like it's Funnier because it's UMass, right? What do you yeah. think that call was? I, by I didn't the way. even know UMass had FCS football or FBS football. I thought they were
1: yeah. FCS. Uh, the call was the Pac-12 coaches' call. I think he really, Dave said he was itching to get on that call. He really wanted to speak his mind on that. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. I'm sure he
1: had a few thoughts for the coaches. Yeah, I would have. Well, I think it's it's our time to hop,
0: right? It is. It is. Trying to get the song to play here, having some technical difficulties. We'll just let uh, Tad Boyle play us out. All right. That sounds even better. Take it away, Tad. I got, it. I got to hop, guys. Thanks. Sorry about that. I got a fact-twelve head coach. Boston. All right. Thanks, Tad. See you later, Tad. Bye. See you later, everybody. <laughs>